0: Arkansas Row Crops Radio, providing up-to-date information and timely recommendations on row crop production in Arkansas. Welcome to Arkansas Row Crops Radio. My name is Jared Hardke, Rice Extension Agronomist for the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture. Today let's talk a little about fertilizing and flooding early rice. The earliest planted rice out there in the state went in very, very late March, very beginning of April. Some of that has made it all the way to the four to five leaf stage. There's probably a, uh, a little larger percentage of rice that went in the early part of April that's now three to four leaf, and then you know even even more rice now as we finally made some greater headway in planting a bunch of rice that's really at the two to three leaf stage. In a lot of these situations with the rains that we've had, a lot of these fields are clean. Our residual herbicides have worked very well. A number of them were on the cheap side so far from uh, herbicide input standpoint and, and, and guys are looking at when can I really take this rice to flood and move it on and try to try to stay cheap with that in mind versus waiting with with the weekend to into next week rains that are coming and suddenly pushing us into to what may be a, a later potential or having to come back with again another round of herbicides and maybe not just residuals but maybe even some, some more costly post-emergence herbicides that uh, to try to clean up things that have been broken through after those rains. And in a number of areas right now though the soils are, are getting at least at the very surface getting getting pretty dried out at the moment where we have the potential to run some nitrogen fertilizer right now. So really the, the thought process is, if we can find dry ground and rice that's large enough, we probably need to try to go with it right ahead of this rain. There's certainly a lot to consider. If you've got four to five leaf rice, a lot of that is only four to five inches tall. I'm more worried about the fact that it's four to five leaf than I am the fact that it's four to five inches tall. Now, zero grade fields or straight levy fields on half tent to a tent certainly they make it much easier to say go ahead and fertilize and flood up and and manage a shallow flood. The the steeper the field, the more stacked the levees, the more contour, the the greater the slope, the, the more that's going to be an issue with shorter rice. But keeping in mind that if rice is four to five inches tall and you can shoot for that initial flood depth set of two to four inches deep, two inches deep on the top of the paddy, four inches deep on the bottom, Yeah, it's going to be a little deep on the bottom, but as soon as that first slug and head of water kind of gets by, it's that that within a few days to that first week, that rice is going to take up that, that fertilizer, that nitrogen, and begin to take off, while at the same time our water level is going to be kind of simmering back. Now, we do have some rainfall coming, so that's probably, again, going to help us flood some of these fields up a little more uniformly. And incorporate some nitrogen, and maybe we can get through some of that, and and finish topping off fields in that way. The shorter the rice gets, and the earlier it is, the the more emphasis we obviously have to have on on kind of get staying away from from going too early on fields that we can't manage the flood depth that it's absolutely going to be too deep and too tall. Two to three leaf rice, it's only two to three inches tall. The bottom sides of patties, I'm I'm obviously I'm going to put under. With an initial flood attempt, unless that's a zero grade or a very shallow slope field. So I'm probably going to avoid those. Now, having, having said that, where you can do it, we, we've got data over, over recent years that show when we can put you know a two inch flood at two to three leaf rice, um, and we fertilized on dry ground at that time, we have top end yield potential by going in and we can lock that nitrogen in. Though I will say if we're going with rice, that small, I would consider just a slight increase in, in pre-flood nitrogen. So 10 units or 10 pounds of nitrogen per acre increase, something like that. And that's just trying to offset the little bit greater length of time that that nitrogen is going to be sitting in the soil waiting for the, the rice to take it up as it grows and begins to consume more and more. So we're just trying to balance that a little bit. Uh, that hasn't been something we've looked at very closely, just something knowing uh, the soil and environmental conditions that may be present uh, that we may need to be concerned about. But a- again, the the flood depth management is a very key part to this, but we can't can't let this rice get too far along. A lot of that rice that, that may, you know, may have been planted at the very end of March emerged the first or second week of April, and a lot of our final recommended dates to have nitrogen incorporated by are coming up in the next few days to the, the end of next week, really depending on the maturity of the given cultivar in the ground and things that were planted early part of April that, that didn't come up until about the third week of April, we're still looking at those those final dates. We want to have nitrogen out and, and incorporated with the flood by the end of next week around the first of June to move on those. So as we're, we're clearly gaining steam here and, and going to very quickly find ourselves behind, particularly if we don't start taking some of this, this four-leaf rice or four-to-five-leaf rice on to flood and get it moving. Certainly, I want it to look healthy. A lot of rice has dramatically improved in the last just several days to week with, with a little bit more sunshine and, and more consistently warm temperatures. So if it's otherwise healthy and in good shape, and that size, we, we need to get it moving and, and get it gone. Um, a, again, if it's not always a manageable situation, um, you know we can wait but prepare for a little bit more risk again with ending up on the late side of getting out there and some potential yield reduction and some possible increase in expense due to additional herbicide applications. I'm trying to focus, obviously, on the rice management. There's still a lot of things going on for a lot of guys still trying to plant some rice, some guys that are done with rice trying to plant beans. I'm always a strong proponent. Whichever crop is in the ground and growing and needs to be managed, that's, that's got to be my number one priority. And, and then if that means not getting as much planted right now uh, because i'm going to give up yield by by not having timely management management on what's in the ground and remember a large amount of our investment in rice is already out there sitting there waiting on us certainly the next biggest uh, input is, is that pre-flood nitrogen fertilizer that's going to be a big one but but we can go ahead with it and that's the majority of our inputs in there for rice so we need to try to get them on time and out there correctly and when the rice is going to need it to, to maximize yield uh, the later we wait to pass that pre-flood nitrogen timing the the more your yield potential just begins to decline and we can't get it back at that point so again not every bit of rice is out there or is in a field situation where it's ideal to, to start moving forward at this point in time but where you've got fields and opportunities where they're clean you've got dry ground and, and remember we've got a in theory, a few more days here before those rains set in, this rice is just gonna get taller and a little bit older in the meantime. So if we can start getting that fertilizer out there now and maybe even another round of residual herbicides with it and then have the rains come in and help us out and flood up, we're gonna be a long way toward an earlier harvest and we hope a more efficient one and, and help us manage these fields and the other ones to come just a whole lot better. So that's kind of a quick recap on fertilizing and flooding early rice at this time. And uh, if you have any questions, uh, please reach out, uh, cell phone, email, uh, you name it, and we'll try to help you out. Uh, Once again, this is Jared Hartke, Rice Extension Agronomist, and thanks for joining us on Arkansas Row Crops Radio. Arkansas Row Crops Radio is a production of the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture. For more information, please contact your local county extension agent or visit uaex.edu.